Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. Good morning. Good morning. It is so nice to be with you on Mother's Day. We hope you're having a wonderful morning. As you can see, I brought my best, not my best mom, <laughs> the best mom Wait, on the planet, according to me. Yeah. <laughs> And so it is so good to have you here. We hope you're having a great morning with your family. Moms, I hope you brought your whole family with you to church and you're ha- getting ready for a great lunch today and you're going to have an amazing okay, day. Okay, let me just say this. I hope that you got to sleep in this morning, first of all. I hope that your husband is taking care of the family while you sit back and put your feet up and watch breakfast the in bed. Today. Yes. See, we just got to clarify what Mother's Day okay. is all about today. Sorry, I'll make sure it's all good. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> it's so good to see you. We hope that you're, you are having a good morning. So we want to just uh, share a couple thoughts with you guys. I We are going to talk about this interesting thought. Before we get to that thought, we want to share about what it's, maybe some of the quarantine moments that you're having as a, a mom at home. Well, I haven't I haven't been out much. I mean, this is my first... I, I, you know, I feel like I'm footloose and fancy free. <laughs> you're free, but you're free. I am free. I'm free. But I don't know about some. Of, we'll bring some of the some of the women things in here. I need a haircut so badly, and I just want to say, ladies, please don't cut your own hair. Don't cut your own bangs. I know we've seen stuff on Facebook. I've seen some hilarious pictures from. Well, I say hilarious because they're not my kids. But here's a picture of what you know. You think you can cut your hair, and it's super cute. So we're gonna pop up a picture of one I saw on Facebook that we all think that if we um, cut our own hair it's just cute little pumpkin hair oh i can do that look at how cute that yeah, is how can here, that go wrong here's the reality of what happens oh no you can't see your can you see your hair <laughs> i hope that you can but that was my face after i cut my hair <laughs> i didn't do it this so, time the top of this picture is a bald spot <laughs> a big bald spot right, right in her hair chunk and it's a nasty guy. looking picture and then then we wanted to make sure that you were you were included in this also this because is... there were two brothers uh, you may have seen this on facebook or on i don't know if it was on, on instagram or not but two brothers got together and said hey i want you to give me an old man look so they cut each other's hair i think this is hilarious yeah i think it's offensive <laughs> i think it's he and so here's the finished product Next picture. Uh, next, there it is. I have seen that face. <laughs> that's not funny. That's not funny at all. That's that's not me. It is not. I mean, him. it is me, but I cut my own hair, by the way. So it yes, looks beautiful, right? You do a great yes, job. I'm so you. glad that you do that. Yes. So don't cut your own hair, and I'm just praying for all you moms out there that your kids don't cut their hair either. <laughs> so there's yeah, a prayer. Don't to do say. that. <laughs> don't do that. And uh, just be patient. A little longer hair is okay, unless you want a buzz cut like mine. It works fabulously. All right. <laughs> well, I want to celebrate moms. I want to celebrate this mom right here. She ha- She has. Uh, given birth to two amazing daughters and done an amazing job raising them. She has four grandchildren, three present and one on the way in September. And so we're anxiously awaiting um, little Addison. Oh, in... were you supposed to announce that? Maybe oh, not. Maybe not. It might Take that be back. that. It might be Addison. And then um, <laughs> 32 years of marriage. We've been married 32 years. Yeah. Can you believe it? No. And are we starting to look alike? <laughs> No, I don't think so. All don't right. tempt me. No, I won't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we want to talk to you today about this, and and it's a, it's something that I don't have a lot of experience in. So we're we've titled the message "What to Expect 
when you're expecting. Have you ever seen that book, What to Expect When You're Expecting? And we want to talk about this thing that's been on our heart because we believe that we're in a season of life where God is birthing something new in us. Mm -hmm. We've been in ministry for 30, a oh, little over 30 years, and we believe that those 30 years was like this 30-year period of pregnancy to be involved here at Journey Church Ventura to help birth an amazing church and to birth an amazing opportunity to see our community uh, experience God in a whole new way and in, in, in just a, an amazing way. And we don't believe that that's just us going through this experience. It's everybody. Everybody's mm -hmm. going through that experience of birthing something new in mm -hmm. us. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to birth something new, to birth something new in our, in our, in our lives. And so we're all in this together. Um, we're part of something pretty amazing. It's just incredible what God is doing. And you and I, all of us, are going through something pretty amazing. Isaiah says this, Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Can you hear an amen for that? See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Don't you, do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's what God is doing in Ventura. That's what God is doing at Journey Church Ventura. He is doing a new thing. And we want to talk about that because this new thing often creates a birthing experience. It creates this, this new thing, this, this thing that's happening. I don't know if you've, if you've had kids, you know that this is a, it's a new thing, right? Yeah. It's a completely new experience. Um, my question that I was asking as we were getting prepared is, what is the big, biggest challenge in birthing something new? What's the biggest challenge? What, what should we expect when we're expecting? What should we expect when we're expecting a new thing to happen in our church? And what we came up with is this thought. We're giving up something that we are comfortable with or used to for something better. It's that simple. It's that simple statement of giving up something that we are comfortable with or used to for something better. The pain of birthing something new. What's that like? I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I want to pretend you do I not. know. <laughs> you do. He often wants know. to pretend that he I knows. I don't know what the pain well, is. And, and I think that, you know, God um, wants us to constantly be birthing something new. I mean, he wants us to be an example <laughs> to the community of newness in life. And, you know, I think you think about having a new baby and not only the birthing experience, but it, it's going to mess up your life a little bit. Yeah. It's going to mess up what you thought you knew. And I think sometimes when we're, we're talking about birthing something new that we think God is getting ready to mess up my life, yeah. but it's yeah. for his purposes and for his glory. And I think that's the difference. That's what makes it okay. That's what says, I'm gonna live this out for his glory. It may be something hard. It may be something that I don't want to change. I think that we're talking about everybody living in this, uh, this situation we don't like. But you know mm -hmm. what? I think that it shows God's purposes and in, in we that know God, we lean into him and we say, God, you're going to help me show others that I can do something supernatural through you and you get the glory. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. Yeah. And I think the unknown, I think you're sometimes if you're going to give birth, you don't really know. First, you don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl right. or what it's going to change. Um, I don't know about uh, you guys out there or you gals out there. I know you probably didn't. I used to have dreams that I'd have the baby and it would look like a lizard. It's like, here's oh my, my baby. And I'd be <laughs> showing it to someone. And in my dream, I'm like, oh my word, but I love you just the same. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
right. So it's a scary thing, but you know, being pregnant, you're at your best. Yeah. When you talk about that pregnant glow. Right. You know, right. the church should be pregnant with, um, with a glow with, we should all have glows. And I think, yeah. I think it would be great for all of us to, to do that. And people could come up to you guys and go, oh, when are you doing? Can I just touch your belly? Whoa. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. We can't out there. touch bellies in this season. <laughs> No. Yeah. We can't even touch any, each other. So. I know. For those of you that are pregnant, my daughter is pregnant. She's like, I am so thankful for this six foot space here because people just think it's fair game. Not everybody can rub her belly now. No. Yeah, and people that she doesn't even know walk up to her. She's like, right. what the? So, that's an awkward moment. It is an awkward moment. But yeah. th all that to say that, you know, sometimes we are at our best when we're right in the middle of stepping out of our comfort zone, true. zone into the unknown. That's good. That's good so preaching right that'll, there. That'll preach right there. Go ahead. I'm good. tagging to you. So right. I'm supposed to touch him when I want to speak. <laughs> so I'll be touching him a lot. I like this. All right. Uh, God is not looking for extraordinary people, just people who are willing to make room in their lives for him. And when you want to give birth to something new, that is exactly what has to happen. You have to make room. Anytime you have a ch child, you know, a, a lot of people, I know our kids were thinking, are we ready yet for the baby? Are we ready yet for, mm -hmm. um, you just have to make room. No matter how much room you have, you make room for what you've, what, what's coming. And that's a child. And in our case, that's a church that's going to flourish and blossom in this community. And I'm very excited about that. So here's the main thought about birthing something new that I think is important. Do not let the discomfort of change prevent you from birthing God's new thing in your life. Do not let the discomfort of change prevent you from birthing something new in your life. I think fear often keeps us from moving forward. I think fear often keeps us from uh, mm -hmm. being willing to birth something new. And that fear uh, prevents the opportunity to see something amazing happen. Uh, let's look at Moses in Exodus chapter 3. This is a guy full of fear. This is a guy that um, grew up in a palace, grew up in a, in, in, a, in a situation where he had all the amenities of life. Then he messed up by uh, standing up for um, a, 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 a relative or a, a part of his tribe and uh, killed an Egyptian. And then he had to run in fear from what might happen to him. And he ended up in a place called, uh, well, he ended up with serving a, a man named Jethro, his father-in-law, and he's out in, in the middle of the desert uh, tending sheep. And he runs into this burning bush. And at this burning bush, he f hears three things. Well, a lot of things, but here's, here's what he hears in uh, Exodus 3.11. He says, uh, but God said to him, he said, you are gonna go and you're gonna deliver God's people from the hand of Pharaoh. And then he says that, and, and Moses responds to God and says, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God's answer is, is to him, it's not about you. I will be with you. That's what's gonna happen when um, we birth this, this deliverance of the Israelites out of Egypt. And then in Exodus 3.14, he says this. Moses answers God when God says, um, uh, Moses says, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to happen. Why should they believe me? And then Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? 
And then what God said is simply this, I will reveal my power through you. He had Moses throw down his staff and turned into a snake. He had him put his hand in his, in his shirt and it turned into leprosy. And then he, he took it out again and it was gone. There's all kinds of great things that um, Moses was afraid to birth something new in his life, to become the leader of, of the Israelites, to deliver the, Egypt, the Israelites out of the hands of the Egyptians. Another thing that... Um, Moses got all nervous and, and, and God said, you're going to go talk to Pharaoh and you're going to give the speeches and you're going to talk about all the things that Pharaoh needs to do. And, and Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. Uh, <clears throat> I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. And basically God said, you're still afraid of birthing something, but I will help you speak. I will be the one. You know what? If we're going to birth something new as a church, if we're going to birth something new as, as a people of God, then we have to understand it's not about us. It's not about our insecurities. It's about what God can do in our lives. Well, I, I love that he was so human too. You know, so many times he's like, but God, do, do, don't you understand? I don't speak well. And God is like, oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> I have to use your gifts. You don't use mine. And I think we get that switched around yeah. sometimes. And I think it's interesting that sometimes um, when we won't do what we would do for ourselves, God says, no, it's a done deal. Kind of like when, you know, our first baby was like, we're what? We're pregnant? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like sometimes right. there's unplanned pregnancies that come into your life or you're going to give birth to something new and we're doing this. And so right. we have to push forward and, and yeah. know that it's not about me. It's about God. And now here we go. Let's yeah, and move I'm, forward. I've, I've often said, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, I've often... You're supposed often, to touch me. Oh, so, sorry. Thank you. I want to talk. <laughs> um, we often run into things that happen in our lives that change our lives and we didn't want the change, but then God brings it right. to us right. and uses that moment to, yep. to bring us to a point where we wouldn't have brought ourselves. Right. We've been through three or four of those big changes yep. in our lives. And where we, we continue like, to go through them. Trust me, yeah, it's a process. Yeah, we wouldn't have made those choices for right. ourselves, but God right. did. And God led it, and, and in the moment it seemed bad. Right. And later on we're like going, God's hand was all over that. Well, it's learning to live with a willing heart. It's, yeah. it's learning to live in a posture that says, God, whatever you have for me, I'm, I'm going to move forward and do. I have yeah. a willing heart. I'm not going to worry about what I can't do. I'm going to worry about what you can do. Right, right. So, so we talked about four things you have to do to em embrace, four things you have to embrace mm -hmm. to birth something new. And yep. you have some thoughts about that because well, I'm, I'm not all, familiar with the whole pregnancy and birthing <laughs> thing. Well, but you know what? When, when a couple is going to have a baby, they both deal with it. You know, yeah. women deal with probably more physical, but men, you have to make room. Suddenly you're talking about, uh, this house is going to have to change because there's not room for a baby. Right. You know, how's that going to work? And, and as you work through that, you realize, oh, we can make this work. Right. In we one phase of life, you, you occupied the house with just the two of you. Right. And then later you decided oh we need to rearrange the house right to fit the, and it's amazing the what yeah. kind of sacrifices you can make when there's something yeah. better on the way so one of the first things you have to do when we're embracing birthing something new is making room right right and and making a new place to live and making that place where there's there's room 
for the change. There's right. room for the opportunity mm -hmm. to happen in your life. There's room, and, and maybe that's getting out of debt. Maybe that's doing things that you're arranging your life so that you have more freedom to do what God right. wants you to do. Right. Right. Second thing is, uh, will you embrace the stretch? Oh my goodness. <laughs> which, which both of my daughters, uh, are you know with with all the pictures that you can snap on your phone? Just are you talking yesterday. about this stretch that happens right right yes, here. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that stretch. Ouch. I don't want to talk about it. You you no. embracing that stretch? No. Because <laughs> you always say that you're flexing in yes, constantly. Yes, I'm, I'm flexing <laughs> so. in. It's but just pure when you muscle. talk about the stretch, um, it's scary sometimes because you think this is going to change me forever. Right. You right. know, and Taylor popped up a picture the other day and she goes, Mom, look at this. This is not normal. <laughs> this is not normal. And That's I'm like, no, funny. it is normal. It's you know, and she's showing that picture to her pregnant sister who is like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about that. Right, <laughs> you know? right. But, After two children, she's forgotten about Right. Well, the there's a reason for that. But there's a stretch and it's going to happen. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the process. I think in anything that God is birthing in our lives, we have to be ready to be stretched. We have to be ready to have that expansion of opportunity, that right. expansion of our minds, right. that expansion of our spirit. Mm -hmm. That's the most powerful part of, of this kind of change that's going to happen is that God is, is expanding that stretch or making a stretch. We have to embrace the stretch. It's okay. Yeah. And we're going to get stretch set, marks. You can put coffee cups on and all kinds of things. So there's <laughs> perks in all of it. There's perks in the change. <laughs> but we do have to embrace that and be ready for it. I think yep. that's really, really good. And no then way. are you willing to grow? Because mm. you're going to grow and it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable. There'll be times when you're super uncomfortable. Right. You know, but you, you, it's not forever. It's not forever. It's just for a season. So yeah. you have to remember that it's just for a season. We forget right. that. God takes us through seasons of life. There's seasons where we may be uncomfortable. We may be, I remember trying to thinking uh, I could slide through the grocery cart and the little space I always used to at the grocery store and I got stuck in between the cart. It was Whoops. awkwardly, you know, oh, whoops, I forgot the, what season I'm in. Little help and, here. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But you have to be willing to, to grow through it. Yeah, and I think that growing, you know, you don't anticipate growing as much as you think you you, you hope you're not going to continue to gain weight like you were gaining weight when you were pregnant is that the kind of growth you're talking about or is it maturity okay now is wait a did i just enter the danger zone <laughs> i just went into the bad zone <laughs> don't talk about gaining weight <laughs> not we're gaining weight about... we're talking about growing emotionally and spiritually growing, and, yes. and intellectually and okay good good you're just talking about right. being not willing, about gaining weight Sorry. being willing to grow Yes. Growing in acceptance, growing yeah. in a lot of different areas. Any change so. that you go through is going to grow you. Absolutely. If it's you a let good it. Thing. Just like this whole COVID experience. Yep. It, we have to let it grow us. We can't just get annoyed by it. We have to let it grow us. Mm -hmm. and, and regardless of the circumstances, God is going to leverage it for his good. Absolutely. And then the last thing I think that, that I can relate to is realizing the reward. Realizing the reward that is, it's absolutely a beautiful new thing. Right. We have this new baby. And it's not a lizard; it's a baby. <laughs> Thank and, you. And uh, it's amazing. It's amazing thing. And uh, I, I love the reward of birthing something new because when the reality happens, when the vision is there, it's hard to see. And when you're going through that pregnancy, you're embracing the, the you're making the room, you're embracing the stretch, you're willing to grow. All of those things add up to an amazing result. And um, mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how proud I am of having two daughters 
and now three, four grandchildren, and uh, just the beautiful result of seeing my kids, seeing our kids, and the, 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 the reward of that. I've been a part of a church and am now a part of a church that is going to see those rewards as we are willing to grow and, and willing to make room in our lives, in our hearts, in our spirits, in our calendars, in our uh, pocketbooks. Everywhere we go, we're gonna be asked by God to make room so we can embrace that stretch, so that we can grow, so that we can realize this reward. And, and I think every new mom or every person that says, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a baby, there's a fear. And sometimes yeah. there's a fear even to say, I don't know if I wanna have a baby because that I'm a little scared about that. And certainly right. in our walk with God, we say, I don't know if I can do that. I'm pretty stinking comfortable where I am right now. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit scared. But you know, um, fear is the greatest enemy to our potential. And yeah. I wanna say that again, because fear robs us of our potential. Yep. Fear stops us from stepping out of our comfort zone. And sometimes the comfort zone is just not the zone you need to live in. Exactly. And we've gotta just, we've gotta call fear what it is. Yeah. And I don't think anyone that ha holds that newborn baby would ever say, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Right. <laughs> I think they're like, no. it was so worth it. Yeah. It was so worth it. Now, when you wake up at 2 a.m. every morning, sometimes you're wondering, but no, it's true. It's so <laughs> worth it. We love, we, would, we can't imagine life any different. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's absolutely true. And here's, here's how we'll kind of wrap this up. To realize that life is risky. We don't need to fear dying. We need to fear not living the life we were meant to live. That's the, that's the bottom line. If, if we can live on this level, if there's gonna be a fear, it needs to be this fear of not living the life that we were meant to live. I, we don't wanna have regrets. We don't have to look back and go, man, I should have I given birth to that idea. I should have given birth to that passion that God set in my heart. I, I should have used that skill. I should have birthed that skill into the plan that God had set for us. And if we don't do that, then we're in trouble. And here's the beauty of it. Once we have birthed that thing, there's a new normal. And I know that's a catchphrase right now. What's the new normal gonna be? Are we ever gonna be able to touch each other again like we do now? Are we gonna ever be able to get back to where we were? And really, I don't think God's saying, I want you to go back. Right. He's not saying go back. Right. He's saying go forward. Go forward with the birthing and, and the process because uh, we, we told our kids when they were uh, having their first children, that life is gonna change for you. Life is gonna change for you, and it did. And now they embrace it, and now they enjoy it, and now they celebrate life with their children, and we celebrate their children, and it's a beautiful reward. And church, I want, I, I hope what you're hearing today is that there is an opportunity in front of us to birth a passion, to birth a vision, and to go for it. And I, I just wanna say that um, there's a reason that God puts in Isaiah 43, forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. We as women, we're dwellers. I'm, I, I'm a dweller. Um, I know that it's super, super easy to want to hold on to what used to be or what mm, was, um, and it robs us of going forward. But he, here's the truth. New purpose pushes out thoughts of the past. Yeah. When you have wow. a God-given new purpose, so good. it pushes out those thoughts of the past. Mm -hmm. And God says, don't dwell on the past. 
And, and I just want to encourage us to say, I'm going to spend my time dwelling on new purposes, on new things that God is birthing. So good. I'm going to spend my time not not um, mourning the past because the yeah. past is just what it was, the past. Yeah. God gives us new purposes and that purpose pushes out the thoughts of the past. Yeah, that's so good. So good. So here's here's the bottom line is let's let's today anticipate birthing a new thing in our lives. Let's, what, what is God saying and speaking to your heart and saying, this is the area, this is the place that I'm going to make the biggest difference, the biggest difference in your personal life, the biggest difference in your involvement at Journey Church Ventura, in your workplace, wherever it may be, God is birthing something new in you. Let's, let's embrace that moment. We have to make room for God to speak, for God to make change, to, to help us rearrange whatever we have to do to rearrange the furniture, to put the crib, whatever the case may be. Something new is coming our way. Let's make room for it. That's right. And let's embrace that stretch. It's uncomfortable. I'm told it's painful at times. And not, not just your stomach, but your whole body makes changes. Yep. We won't get into that detail, but <laughs> let's embrace the stretch and let's be willing to grow. Right. Let's be willing to grow, and the growth brings change. It's just going to happen. And the only the only real people who like change are babies with wet diapers. Isn't that true? <laughs> but, but let's embrace that growth, and let's embrace that change, and then let's realize the reward. Maybe you're here with us today, and you came with your mom to church, and you're hanging out with her to celebrate Mother's Day, but you have yet to express and uh, experience Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing better than having a relationship with Jesus. And we want to just invite you, not only do we want you to make room and embrace the stretch and be willing to grow and realize the reward, but the most important decision you could make today is accepting Jesus Christ That's as right. your Lord and Savior. That's right. To say, Jesus, I love you and I accept the fact that I'm a sinner and I accept the fact that you died on a cross so that I could have life. And that death on a cross then led to that resurrection three days later where he rose from the dead and gave us the promise of eternal life. And all you have to say is, Jesus, I believe that. I believe that you promised me eternal life and I commit to follow you for the rest of my life. I wanna pray with you just in a moment. And if you wanna make a decision to follow Christ today, will you just pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I need your forgiveness. And I pray that you would forgive me of my sin. And I accept that forgiveness based on the work that you did on the cross. And I believe that you were raised from the dead three days later, promised me, promising me eternal life with you forever. And I accept that eternal life. And I commit to follow you for the rest of my life. And I thank you, God for what you're doing in my life today. And thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer and you made that choice today, we want to know. Yes. Take a moment and fill out the connect card on, on the screen and let us know that you accept Je accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I want to pray one more prayer because I believe there's somebody right now that's making a radical change in your life. You're birthing something new and it's gonna make a world of difference and a difference to the world. I, I didn't mean that 
That's a play on words, but it's, it's a meaningful play because I, I believe that you are going to step into a new place, a new thing. You're putting the past behind you, moving forward and making a change like never before. Do you want to pray that prayer? Sure. All right. God, I just pray right now and I thank you that there is nothing that surprises you. God, that you are in this. And I pray, Lord, for the heart or the hearts or the people that are right on the verge of saying, okay, God, I hear you. I'm stepping out. God, I pray that you would show them your immense peace. Yes. God, your favor. God, your, uh, we come against any strongholds that might be telling them not to go, but God, you are a God that has new things and new purposes, yes. and we just pray your blessing on them. Mm -hmm. We pray for courage beyond anything they've ever known, and as we all uh, start to walk that journey of saying, God, there's something new you have for me, and I'm going to step out into it. God, give us the grace and show us uh, who you are, that your glory, Lord, would be shown to a people that need to know you. Yes. And that we would be careful to say, God, this is all about you. It's for your glory, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of people today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Well, we love you guys. We hope yes. you have an amazing Amen. Mother's happy, Day. Happy, happy Mother's and, Day. And uh, Karen and I are privileged to be a yes. pastor at Journey Church Ventura. And we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you. love you, you guys. Enjoy Ron as he leads us out. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.